Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following program has been paid for by the Weiner Wellness Clinic. The views expressed in this program are not necessarily those of KDKA or its parent companies. The information provided in this program is for general informational purposes only. Listeners are encouraged to consult with their health provider regarding their specific medical issues. It's time to get well naturally with natural health experts, Dr. Joseph Honigman, Dr. Gideon Orbach, and Jeffrey Nisnik. Good afternoon. Stoney Richards here with you on News Radio 1020 KDKA with Dr. Joseph Honigman. We're here every Saturday from 1 until 2 o'clock. Uh, last week, you endured John McIntyre, and from what I understand, you're fine. He's, he's in a little bit of pain, but that's okay. I think that was a good adjustment you gave him, so to speak. I'm kidding. Dr. Joseph Honigman is with us from the Weiner Wellness Center, 2419 Baldwick Road uh, in Green Tree here. You can call their office, 412-922-935. That's 412-922-WELL. DrWeiner.com is the website, and Dr. Honigman is here. I'm so glad you are. How are you this afternoon? I am doing well and great to be with you again, Stoney. Yes, yes. Thank you for being here. Uh, folks, and, and, and Dr. Honigman, I say this because so many shows are recorded on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, he's here live, so you can call our studio line here and get on the air with him for your questions, 866-391-1020. And um, you get some pretty good topics to talk about today, I think, that were engendered by last week's phone calls, I guess. Uh, yes, uh, I have a great topic. It's going to be on Lyme disease. Yeah. But first, I want to introduce myself. Please I do. am Dr. Joseph Honigman, and thank you for tuning in. I'm a chiropractor and lifestyle and wellness-oriented doctor with over 40 years of a broad-based background in both the conventional and alternative health fields. I use that experience, including a variety of testing methods and techniques, to help you prevent, optimally manage, and even reverse many chronic conditions associated with various autoimmune disorders, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, obesity, anxiety, acid reflux, musculoskeletal problems, and much more. Together, we work as partners to restore your health. Your input and questions will always be honored, and I am accepting new patients. However, I want to make it clear that I do not diagnose or treat disease. And if you're taking drugs, you are not to stop taking your medications on your own. But rather, as you improve through better lifestyle choices, you can ask your doctor to reduce the amount and possibly even stop taking them altogether. I've had many patients able to accomplish that. So if you would like to make an appointment with me, Dr. Honigman, call 412-922-9355. That's 412-922-WELL. And again, a reminder, come visit us at our website at drweiner.com or in person at our Green Tree Crafton location at 2419 Baldwick Road. And yes, Stoney, last week someone called on the radio asking me if it's possible to test for Lyme disease three years after being bitten. Mm. I didn't think it could be done by conventional means and did not really have a good answer for her. So that inspired me to dedicate this show to Lyme disease. So for you listeners who have a question that I cannot answer, you can be sure that... 
I will get one for you. And I may even do a show based on it. You could tell he's a medical professional because it is Saturday. He's wearing a dress shirt and a tie. This this is what we look for, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it, it, the topic... <laughs> It's a little crooked, but it's okay. The topic is great because here we are heading into August, which is usually the most uh, dangerous time of the year for Lyme disease. The summer months, obviously. Um, and it's it's brought on by ticks, right? Yeah, it is. The bad news is that Lyme disease, a tick-borne infection caused by the bacteria Spirochete Borrelia burgdorferi, mm. is a worldwide epidemic, yeah. not just here in the United States. Yeah. The really bad news is for those of us who live in Pennsylvania, there's more Lyme disease and tick-borne disease here than in any other state in America. Really? Yes. And our county, Allegheny, ranked eighth in the entire state. Oh, my God. And Butler County ranked number one. You will be itching by the time this show is over with. That's really frightening. It was discovered in Lyme, Connecticut, thus Lyme disease, born by... uh, Deer a lot and and grass tall grasses and such and whatnot and then it, it has spread. I had no idea it was so. I knew it was dangerous here in Pennsylvania. I didn't know it was so pervasive. Yeah, we're the number one state. Oh, now this bacteria is transmitted to humans by a bite. Yeah, from, from an infected black-legged. That's really the name of the tick. An infected black-legged or commonly known as the deer tick. Yeah, but the tick becomes infected after feeding on deer. Yeah, but in addition. Chipmunks, mice, and birds can also carry the types of tick that transmit Lyme disease. Now for a little good news. Please. (laughs) On average, only about one in three adult black-legged ticks and one in five black-legged tick nymphs. Now, a nymph is the immature stage of an insect, so this is going to be very, very, very tiny. So one in three adult and one in five nymphs are infected with the bacteria that causes Lyme disease. So just because you got bit, that doesn't mean you're infected. And the tick has to be present on the skin for 24 to 48 hours to transmit the infection. So if you find the tick, even if infected, you can avoid transmission of the disease of the bacteria. So why they always say if you're in the woods, uh, you, you should always check yourself to make sure that you don't have any of these monsters on your skin and, and, and wash them off or, or take them with, with uh, what do you call them, uh, forceps? What do you call them? Uh, tweezers. Tweezers, thank you. Uh, Dr. Honigman is here to help with the words. I'm a medical professional. You are. He's got a tie <laughs> on. Uh, to, to get those suckers out and get the whole uh, insect out of your skin. Right? Uh, yes. So this past Thursday was a beautiful day. Yes. So I'm sitting on a park bench at <sighs> Frick Park. No. And I had to remove... Three no. different ticks, three, Whoa. that were walking on my arm Ouch! in about a five to ten minute period. Although I don't believe any of them were the black-legged ticks, but otherwise known as the dare ticks. Yeah. And Chuck, our business manager, pointed out to me they were probably picking up on the carbon dioxide I was breathing in the air. Don't breathe. And an article I read in Popular <laughs> Science says, and boy... Does that sweet carbon dioxide get ticks going? Some of them will literally run towards the center of a potential host. Oh, my God. And, yeah, ticks can't run very fast on a human scale, but the mental image of a little arthropod racing towards you on its <laughs> clicking, clattering legs is somehow to so very upsetting. Your body. And oh they can God. also pick up on other scents like ammonia. So peeing in the woods... 
Not only a good makes idea. things worse. Ouch. As soon as they smell you, they're coming for you're, you. And now you're sitting in Frick Park, beautiful place. Absolutely. Uh, n- not exactly sitting in the middle of a deer herd, which I know you like to do, but you weren't doing that. Mm-hmm. They, w- would they, did they drop off the trees? Did they jump I, off the this grass? This must have dropped off a tree. I can't Jeez. imagine oh, how God. it came for, from any other place. Yeah. Three ticks within a five to ten minute period of time. Now, I walk the trails of Frick Park all the time. Sure. And honestly, very rarely do I ever get a tick. But sitting in that one place. Thursday, a dry, nice, breezy they, they day. They were picking up on my carbon. I'm saying they're picking up on my carbon dioxide. They know. They sit and wait. The deal with a tick is that it lives on blood. Hmm. A mosquito needs it when it's pregnant. Okay. But a tick, tick just... has to have it to survive. Next up, we talk to Dr. Dracula, who will explain why the need for blood. Uh, this is a horrible subject, Dr. Honig, but it's great. You're, I'm, I'm glad you're covering this because we are all affected by this. We've got to take a break. We're going to come back. We're talking about Lyme's, Lyme disease, which is not a pretty subject, but Dr. Honigman has got the information for you that hopefully will help you uh, cope with either the fear or the disease that is engendered by these little eight-legged animals as we continue here. Uh, We are getting well naturally, even though we talk about some queasy subjects as we continue here on News Radio 1020. It's KDKA. It's time to get well naturally with natural health experts, Dr. Joseph Honigman, Dr. Gideon Orbach, and Jeffrey Nisnik. It's chiropractors and cars talking ticks. Uh, Dr. Honigman is here with us. Living well naturally, uh, talking about ticks. This is, as you were saying, Dr. Honigman, the number one state in the country for yeah. tick disease. It's everywhere. Uh, pick up where you left off. It's 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 a, it's pretty scary. I want to remind everyone first of the good news. Only one in three adult black-legged ticks, and one in five of the nymphs are infected. And if you catch it within 24 to 48 hours, you can avoid transmission. But now back to some more bad news. Yeah, yeah. The Lyme tick is tiny in size, especially at the nymph stage. And most people with Lyme disease have no memory of a tick bite. Looks like a black speck, right? It's very tiny. Yeah. And if you don't have the characteristic bullseye after getting bitten, it's difficult to diagnose because it mimics many other diseases and has been called the great imitator. At first, the symptoms are very similar to the flu and later to those of chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, autoimmune diseases such as rheumatoid arthritis, even dementia, causing mood, memory, concentration problems if the disease persists, and testing for the disease can be quite the challenge. The tests are very inaccurate at beginning stages, such as in the first few weeks. In fact, the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, cautions that the test is not likely to be positive until four to six weeks after infection, which says to me up until the sixth week, the tests are unreliable because most people have not yet developed the antibody response that the test measures. Now, when you say the um, bullseye target, that which I would assume most people know what that is. But when you get if you're bitten by a tick, you get it's like it literally looks like a target red on the outside and the skin in the middle. And it's just a small little dot. But there it is, right? Uh, yes, but not everybody has that bullseye, inf- and right. not everybody has, uh, I would say, like, we'll get to that soon, but about 70% have 
have a rash, but it could be just a red rash. Yeah. It could be a discoloration. You, could you mistake it for a mosquito bite, something like that? I don't think you could mi- mistake it for a mosquito bite. Okay. I don't okay. believe this actually itches. A mosquito bite's going to itch. Oh, I it's see. probably going to be raised. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. But those symptoms are horrible. What, d- dementia and, you know. It, it can get very severe, especially if untreated. Yeah. So let's say you get tested at the appropriate time. Okay. The gold standard as it exists now is a two-tiered test that's done several weeks after getting bit, which greatly increases the accuracy of a correct diagnosis, but it's still far from perfect. Okay. The currently used blood tests are the ELISA test, which is the initial screening test, and then it's followed up with the Western block test, blot test if the ELISA is positive. Both tests detect antibodies specific to the Burgdorferi bacteria, and both tests need to come back positive. And that's still no guarantee that an accurate diagnosis can be made because studies have shown that the ELISA, as a screening test for Lyme disease, misses too many actual cases of the disease. So if you test negative, you could still be at risk. Well... Thank you for that. Now, is this something, um, if you notice this or you have questions, you, 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 would you go to the emergency room? Would you go, would you go to see you guys? Uh, how do you, what, what does a patient, what does a person who thinks they've been uh, bitten by a, a tick, uh, go, where do you go? What do you do? You should go to your uh, general practitioner. Okay. And if you actually have a bullseye and you're getting symptoms, yeah, then they're going to put you on an antibiotic. Okay, and that's and absolutely that's the way to do it. necessary. Okay, all right. Now, according to LymeDisease.org, even later in the disease, the two-tier testing is highly insensitive, missing roughly half of those who have Lyme. Yeah. So, if you test positive, yeah, it's highly likely you've been infected. So. If both the ELISA and the Western blot test comes back positive, you probably have it. But if you test negative, there's no guarantee that you don't have the disease. And if the symptoms are present, you still have a great chance of having the Lyme disease. Thus, it's underdiagnosed. And it's recommended that the results of lab testing alone should not be relied on as the sole criterion for making the diagnosis of Lyme disease, which gets back to your question. If you see that bullseye and you're having some symptoms, go. Go. Yeah. Do not Yeah, stop. don't wait. Don't say, oh, it'll go, it'll go away if you see that, you see that uh, bullseye. And when you say you, a person then is diagnosed with Lyme disease... Mm-hmm. Uh, then what does that mean? Does that mean, okay, you've got Lyme disease, here's what we're going to do, or you've got Lyme disease, suddenly things start to ramp up quickly? You know, what does that mean? Yeah, so there's three stages of Lyme disease. And the first stage is called early localized infection. Which is what you're talking about now. Right Right. now, you you just got bit. Yeah. Okay? Approximately 75% of infected patients develop a circular rash known as erythema migrans, but they can differ in appearance. They don't all manifest that characteristic bullseye that's often associated with Lyme disease. Usually, the rash begins at the site of the tick bite approximately, and this is a wide range, within 3 to 30 days, and gradually gets bigger. The center of the rash may clear as it enlarges, 
that results in the bullseye appearance. Okay. If you do not have the rash, uh, <clears throat> if you do not have the rash, you still could be bitten. Okay. And so, in other words, the rash doesn't necessarily have to show, but you're 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 feeling strange. You were out walking in the woods. You were sitting in Frick Park. Yeah. So, you, you, just a, just a thought. You may have you may actually have seen the tick yeah. on you. Yeah. But if you do have the rash, okay, it is one of the earliest signs that the bacteria are multiplying in the bloodstream. Oh God. It's okay. Then the rash is going to disappear in four weeks. Okay. The formal you name. You still have the disease, though. Oh yeah, you still yeah. have the disease. The formal name for the rash is erythema migrans. However, some people uh, get the rash without the bullseye appearance. For some, it's going to be red. While other with dark complexions may have a rash that resembles a bruise. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. That is, um, and uh, that, you know, there, there are many symptoms that you receive from Listen, this. Yeah. yeah. Listen to this. Okay. In the first stage, tell me what this reminds you of. Symptoms include achiness, chills, fever, sweats, fatigue, headache, stiff neck, muscle soreness, Joint pain, swollen lymph nodes, and sore throat. I'm coming down with a cold, I think. Yeah, you got the flu, right? Yeah. Sounds just like the flu. Exactly. Right? Muscle soreness, joint yeah. pain, swollen lymph nodes, fever, chills, sweats. Right. Yeah. It's not. Mm-hmm. And there's no way to tell the difference. I, I, I don't. A test. I can't. No. No, without. It's the combination of the skin lesion and the flu-like symptoms. That's what gives it away. If you've got both. Yeah. Then you can be pretty sure you're in the primary manifestation of acute stage Lyme disease. It means you've probably been bitten All right. with Let's, an infected tick. More on this on, on ticks, on Lyme disease, and what you can do to help yourself. We're going to take a break here. Our numbers are 866-391-1020. Dr. Joseph Honigman with us. Uh, I'm Stoney Richards. This is KDKA. Be back in a moment on News Radio 1020. It's KDKA. The following program has been paid for by the Weiner Wellness Clinic. It's time to get well naturally with natural health experts, Dr. Joseph Honigman, Dr. Gideon Orbach, and Jeffrey Nisnik. All right, Stoney Richards here with Dr. Joseph Honigman, and uh, our numbers here, 866-391-1020. It's a live program. We are here. I invite you to call if you have some questions concerning uh, what Dr. Honigman is talking about today. It's Lyme disease, and uh, it's pretty frightening, and it's pretty. it can be pretty volatile, and it's very deceptive based on what you were saying in the last two segments. So we're back now. We kind of covered the early localized uh, I- infection, which is pretty hard to, to, to discover. What, what, what's next on the list, Doc? Yeah, stage two. Yeah, okay. That's early disseminated infection. Okay. The second stage usually develops about three to 10 weeks after the tick bite as the bacteria starts to spread throughout the body. And symptoms can overlap with stage one. So it's also characterized by flu-like symptoms. But even more serious symptoms can manifest, such as arthritis may begin with swelling, stiffness, and pain. It's usually the large joints. The knee is often affected. Abnormal heartbeat, meningitis with severe headaches and neck stiffness, Peripheral neuropathy, that's nerve pain in your extremities, arms and legs, 
and neurological signs such as numbness, tingling, and Bell's palsy can occur. That's facial muscle paralysis. We had a neighbor, this was a couple summers ago, and they had a they had a big tree in the yard that got hit by in a storm, and so they had to go cut it down. So uh, Bill and his son uh, and myself and their neighbor, we all got chainsaws and we started cutting this thing up. Well, his son, 19 at the time, Logan, um, started feeling sick uh, within a few days. He had been bitten by a tick. He got palsy. He was 19 years old. He was looking in the mirror. He didn't realize anything. Looking in the mirror, and once it was like he had a stroke. Mm-hmm. One side of his face right. was completely I- immovable and mm-hmm. just, you know, it looked completely different. Mm-hmm. He had to go and get a series of pretty painful shots, from what mm-hmm. I understand, and a long uh, n- number of prophylactic uh, devices to, to continue the uh, um, medicine going through. It took him pretty much most of the summer to get rid of it. But he was really, really in bad How shape. How long did it take him to get rid of the uh, palsy, the Bell's palsy? I think it, w- it was over summertime. I want to say about six to eight weeks. It might have been longer than that. Yeah. Because he, He's he lucky was, if it was only six to eight weeks. It can was, take months and months and months to get rid of Bell's palsy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he, I think it began to change after about six to eight yeah, weeks. Yeah, it was getting it, better, but it was getting better. still he tell. Still had, oh, yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he was in bad, bad shape. And they thought that there was going to be more paralysis and whatnot. They didn't know how it was going to evolve. Right. So, and it was from it was from a single tick bite. Right. Now, that's only stage two. Yeah. <laughs> stage Jeez. three is late disseminated infection. Now, the bacteria have had, had plenty time. of time to travel throughout the body. So, you could be bit. Say, Let's just say, for example, you get bit, you know, in, in May, come November. It's wintertime. Mm-hmm. You're really feeling horrible. Here's the scary thing. I think some people, because they get the flu-like symptoms, they don't realize that this is coming from Lyme. So, you know, that may I go can't away. I this cough and my back is killing me. They, they, they may go away. They might have a little bit of left around. But then all of a sudden, they could probably skip the stages. You could possibly grow, go right into stage three which occurs months or even years after initial infection. You know, if you didn't receive the antibiotic treatment or if the antibiotic treatment didn't eliminate bacteria completely and they propagate. At this point, you may begin to have intermittent arthritis with severe joint pain and swelling. In addition, you may develop chronic neurological complaints that may include shooting pains, numbness and tingling in the hands and feet, and problems with concentration and short-term memory memory loss. Generally speaking, this stage is characterized by rheumatoid arthritis and arthritis of one of the larger joints, especially the knee joints, as I mentioned before. Disturbances in the heart rhythm, such as palpitations and a slow heart rate. Brain disorders involving memory, including short-term memory loss, mood and sleep, mental fogginess, problems following conversations. Numbness in the arms, legs, hands, or feet, fatigue, and severe headaches. Notice that a lot of these symptoms are dealing with difficulty concentrating and joint pain Mm. and how it mimics other diseases. Mm. That's why it's called the great imitator. Wow. So how do you know you have the disease later, years later? You know, that brings me back to that original question that I was asked. Oh, yeah. right. This, all, this was germinated from a phone call you got last week. Right? That's right. Yeah. Which was, how do you know if you still have the disease three years later? Or how do you know if you're cured? Yeah. 
Unfortunately, there's no test that can prove cure. Tests for Lyme's disease, for Lyme disease, detect antibodies, which are produced by our immune system to fight off the bacteria that cause Lyme disease. Okay. These antibodies can persist long after the infection is gone. That means if your blood originally tests positive, then it will continue to test positive for months or even years, even though the bacteria are no longer present. So you may or may not have the disease if it comes back positive. Yeah, yeah. And if it comes back negative, there's still a good chance. There's a good chance that it's gone. But remember, there are quite a few false negatives. So even though I'm assuming at this point, the tests are more accurate the second time around. There's still no guarantee it's gone, and you may continue to be infected. Doc, we got a couple of phone calls here. Roseanne is in Hopewell. Um, she wants to talk about uh, animals and ticks, which, you know, I mean, everybody's got a, a lot of people have pets. Uh, Roseanne, welcome to KDKA. Um, say hi to Dr. Honigman. What's your question? Um, thank you for taking my call, and I'm, I'm really intrigued listening to you because I, I have a dog. She's like 15 years and eight months now. Four and a half years ago, I was giving her a bath, and I thought she had a growth under her chin. And my husband looked, he said it was large and gray, and he says, no, that's a tick. So we took it off, and I put it in a baggie, and I took it to the vet, and I says, you know, she got bit by this. Is it a Lyme tick or whatever? You know, is there bacteria in it, whatever? Mm-hmm. And they said, that they said they tested it, and they said, no, there was nothing. Well, ironically, not even two weeks later, I noticed her breathing really strange and took her to the vet, and he said, huh, she has a heart murmur. I never heard it before, and it's a class three. So he gave me an allopril for that, and I figured she was okay and stuff. About six weeks later, we were on vacation down in the Outer Banks, and it took us a couple of days to realize what happened, but she had like a major, major stroke. This dog couldn't see, she couldn't hear, she couldn't really walk real well. She couldn't even bark. She didn't want to eat or anything. The only good that came out of it is she got house trained all of a sudden. I don't know why. <laughs> but it took her about five weeks to get past that, and she was left being deaf. But I'm wondering now, is it possible that that tick may have done all of that, because you're saying things can appear weeks later and mimic something else. Honestly, the answer to that is, I don't know. Did the vet say it was a tick? There are different different types of ticks, and it's possible that that tick might have transmitted a different type of disease that affected your dog. So... uh, I'm not sure. I, I do know that with dogs, if they're treated early, they usually respond very well. Yeah. Well, they didn't do anything for her. They said she's okay, you know. But then when you're talking about these time patterns that these different things can happen, and she's like right in that time frame. So now she's on two medications supposedly for her heart, and the vet says, oh, I don't hear a heart murmur anymore. But, you know, keep giving her the medicine, and then she's on a dog heart medicine called vet med and it's really expensive and i cut her down on both of them and the vet said it was okay from twice a day for each thing to just once a day on each of them and and she's been okay but again you know you know 
Well, I mean, Doc, if if it's if it's working, isn't that the you know what she's doing? Is that the best? Uh, that's way to the go? best. That yes, that's the best that that, that you can do. I, I'm I'm not a vet, and, and uh, right, um, right. I realized that, but I just you know that the similarities terrible. from what you yeah. were saying that just tricked the balance. Uh, I I wonder if that is what happened. Yeah, I personally believe that a dog can manifest symptoms later on after it's been bitten. And it could be missed, just like in a human. Good luck with your uh-huh. dog, Roseanne. Thank you. Thank you for your uh-huh. call, my dear, and, and, and have a good summer. We're up against a break. you got TJ waiting for another call for you, Doc. We'll take a break here as we continue this d- discussion on Lyme disease. Very informative and scary at the same time with Dr. Joseph Honigman. 866-391-1020. Our numbers. We'll take a break here. We'll be back with more as we continue on News Radio 1020 KDKA. It's time to get well naturally with natural health experts, Dr. Joseph Honigman, Dr. Gideon Orbach, and Jeffrey Nisnik. All right, starting in with Dr. Honigman today, talking about um, Lyme disease, ticks, and all, and it's, um, it, it's pretty scary stuff. TJ is waiting, Doc, in uh, Greensburg. Uh, TJ, welcome to KDKA. Say hello to Dr. Honigman. Hi, doctor. Hi, Hi TJ. Um, so I'm wondering, oh, excuse me, I, I suspect that I might be uh, suffering from the long-term symptoms of Lyme disease. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering, can I just go to, I guess it's a two-part question. Can I just go to a regular uh, express medical place and ask them to test me for it? You can. Is it, is it as easy as that to do? I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you have, uh, I'm not 100% positive, but especially in Pennsylvania, it's so common. If you say, you know, I think I was bitten by a Lyme tick, and can I get tested, they most likely will test you using the uh, that two-tier testing. Certainly, they'll use the ELISA. But remember, there's lots of false negatives. So okay. you may uh, it may come back negative, and you still may have it. But, you know, however, what you're really doing is you're transitioning me to uh, what you what you might be able to do on your own while you're waiting to get tested. And, you know, of course, if you're looking to improve your, to improve your chances of withstanding this, this horrible disease, it starts with a healthy immune system. So you need to be following a healthy lifestyle, including diet and stress management. But even with that, most of us are going to need additional help to overcome Lyme disease. And uh, I'm offering the following supplements at a 20% discount starting now until the end of next Friday. And they help by naturally boosting our immune system, lowering inflammation, and managing the root causes of of our symptoms. Now, the gold standard is still antibiotic treatment. And if you have Lyme disease, you need to get that. But we also need to be able to control the inflammatory responses that stems from Lyme disease and get rid of any co-infections such as yeast or mold and other toxins so that we can get healthy. So I'm today, I'm offering colloidal silver at a great price. Colloidal silver is a suspension of ultra-fine electrically charged silver particles in water that produce significant antimicrobial activity. And I'm specifically recommending Argentin 23. That's Argentin 23. 
This is a professional-grade colloidal silver available only through health, through licensed health professionals. It has the smallest particles ever seen in colloidal silver products, and third-party laboratories and universities have confirmed this. Argentin is pure, meaning, meaning it contains only 99.999% pure silver suspended in pharmaceutical-grade purified water. No other manufacturer can make these claims and support them with evidence. Now, listen up. This is a one-time deal only. Now through next Friday, we're offering this product, Argentin Silver, at 20% off. This is even a better deal than you will get at our Winer Wellness Week. For those of you who attend our Winer Wellness Week events, you know the great deals we offer with the vast majority of our supplements uh, at a 30% discount. But Argentin Silver is one of the few supplements we're not able to offer at that savings. However, now through Friday, you can get this wonderful product at our best deal ever with a 20% discount. So, but if you're, you know, if you're going to have yourself checked, um, you, you probably ought to do that, TJ, um, before it gets yeah, too well, late. You, should, well, you absolutely need I'll, to get I'll tested. Up after after the, this part of my question, but I was wondering if the doctor could describe how that colloidal silver actually works. And I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thanks, TJ. Yeah. The, the uh, colloidal silver will uh, actually interfere with the bacteria's life cycle. It won't be able to reproduce. And it will actually kill it. For some, it actually cuts off the oxygen supply. Okay. So it works in a variety of different ways. It's also, it also enhances the ability of the antibiotic. So it's, 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 it's an extra push for it. It's not necessarily the cure, but as you said, getting to a healthy lifestyle and, and, and taking care of yourself, if, he, if TJ gets tested, gets... Say, it's something gets that I would definitely include in, yeah. My, yeah. In, in, in my arsenal. And another thing I want to point out is when you're on these very strong antibiotics, which, uh, again, are absolutely necessary yeah. to kill this bacteria... Yeah. You're also destroying your gut microbiota. Okay. Well, so it's it killing a lot to, of your good bacteria as well. To, it has to do that, but this kind of helps replace what's being damaged? Not the Argentin. Okay. No. I, this, I'm going to recommend two products that are not on sale this week. Okay. Uh, that's uh, the SBC Plus. SBC, that's Saccharomyces boulardii, plus a particular type of bacteria that enhances the well-being of our gastrointestinal tract. Okay. And also of superbiotics, which contain uh, many different strains of bacteria that can help replenish all of the ones that are being killed off. Now, the next supplement I want to recommend is Mycosutics. This is Douglas Labs product. These capsules contain powerfully active constituents derived from 10 of the most healthful species of mushrooms. Mushrooms are powerful. For example, eating the wrong type can kill you, and other types can lead to a drug-induced high. Go ask Alice when she's 10, 10 feet, feet tall. tall. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> That's all if you remember the rock band, Jefferson Airplane, during your prime, right? I thought you'd like that. Yeah. On the <laughs> other hand, mushrooms can be healing. They can increase the function of natural killer cells that kill off bacteria. The mushrooms known for their medicinal qualities include mataki, shiitake, reishi, and cordyceps, reishi. 
All of these are included in this formula, and the mushrooms used in mycocytics are grown under carefully monitored conditions to ensure that they never come into contact with heavy metals, pollutants, or contaminants. The next supplement is Nutritional Frontiers Immunomax. This contains many beneficial constituents to improve our immune response and fight against Lyme disease or any other co-infection we may have. It contains something called mataki diffraction, which is a highly concentrated source of beta-1,6 glucans, which researchers found stimulates the body's first line of defense, including macrophages and killer cells. Immunomax is one of the most comprehensive immune support formulas available. We get lots of testimonials talking about how wonderful this particular product is. And lastly... Nutritional Frontiers Oil of Oregano. Recently, a peer-reviewed study screened a panel of essential oil for activity against the bacteria, Burgdorferi. That's the bacteria that causes the Lyme disease. And they found that this essential oil, oregano, has excellent activity against B. uh, Burgdorferi during the stationary phase. So the following supplements are being offered at a 20% discount starting now until the end of next Friday. Argentin 23. That's a one-time deal only. Douglas Labs, Mycosutics, Nutritional Frontiers, Immunomax 3, Nutritional Frontiers, Oil of Oregano. So even if you have had the uh, anti uh, <clears throat> the uh, the treatment, the antibiotic treatment, these are still great choices. And sometimes you'll have symptoms, and the, the bacteria may be gone, and it could be due to co-infection. These are still great choices. So call our office four one two nine two two nine three five five. That's four one two nine two two nine three five five. Remember our website is www.drweiner.com. This is your host, Dr. Joseph Honigman, wishing you a fabulous and tick-free weekend. <laughs> well put, Dr. Honigman. Keep that in mind, folks. And if he has raised some questions that you have not had answered or you're now thinking, ooh, I wonder if, I wonder if, I wonder if, stop in and see these folks at the Weiner Wellness Center. They will take good care of you. Back at uh, this again next week at 1 o'clock here on the station. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with more on News Radio 1020 KDKA. This program has been paid for by the Weiner Wellness Clinic. The views expressed in this program are not necessarily those of KDKA or its parent companies. The information in this program is for general informational purposes only. Listeners are encouraged to consult with their health provider regarding their specific medical issues. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.